get a bus to move? Now you got a picture Lego dancing okay. around. It's okay. all Lego. Is that what it is? That's all it is. All okay. Lego. You're a, uh, yep. She's been grinning country ever since it started. So that was a good play. Country, by the way, congratulations on one year, by the way. Great job. I oh, appreciate it. Outstanding job. Would you, would, I gave him about, I don't know, about a C. What would you say, Blaylock? Uh, C minus. C minus. Oh, country did a great You're job. Just kidding. Just kidding, country. Country was You've fan. Been Country's been a fan. He's done a fan. He, I told him last night in the parking lot. He did a great job, and we're happy to have him. It was a fast year. That's a good sign. It's a good sign. It was a fast year, country. So, so there you go. Survived it. Yeah, you, 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 you survived, you survived with, us is what you did. Yeah, you passed with flying colors. Helmet Heels coming up. What's coming up? First of all, it's it's Jessica, Donna, Lauren, Blythe, and Little Bortles. So it's five yeah, tonight. Little Bortles in Little attendance. Little Bortles is joining us. Little Bortles is like rocking it. One-on-one coming up with him later. That should be riveting. It's not his only time alone with us for. Blythe is very excited about Little Bortles. I'm not going to lie about that. I've seen her. She's had a pep in her step, too. Donna's got I've the music. Blythe has no, she's yes, bouncing around a little bit with little Bortles. You've been grinning ever since you saw him. So, well, it's, it's been, been a while. while. I've had little Bortles in my possession for uh, a couple months now. You've been kinda, she finally gave it up. You kind of well, you know what? It's, it's begrudgingly, it I think. Yeah, so, it was tough. What's coming up tonight? Uh, we are going to talk about what we're all doing now that there's no more football, and uh, we've realized that. You know, we have some new listeners to Helmets and Heels who, who may not know Donna and Blythe and Lauren and myself, like our regular listeners. So we decided that for the next couple of weeks, we're going to take some time to get to know us as well. So well, a lot of good fun. stuff coming up tonight. All right. Well, let me tell people on the AM now, it's going to be high school lacrosse on 1010 AM, Episcopal at Creekside. And then on 92.5 FM, it's going to be Helmets and Heels. I will say, uh, breaking news, last week, Lauren used my headsets. She has since had eardrum surgery and brought her own headsets this time, okay? Because I, mine is so loud, you can hear mine out there in the street. So true. she had to prepare her ears. So um, helmets and heels starts right now. Stand on the bar, stomp your feet, start clapping. Got a real good feeling, something bad about to happen. Helmets and Heels, brought to you by Underwood Jewelers on 1010XL. 92.5. Music, apparently, mm-hmm. uh, from, the, from Grammys the Grammys that had won awards i don't know i don't tune into the grammys i don't tune into most <laughs> award so shows i think that's part of me being a music snob and just maybe a snob in general <laughs> uh i do like the fashion from it but that's pretty much it did y'all watch the grammys mm-hmm. no in and out i watched it mostly on twitter i watched a portion of it it's nope. fun like okay so the part when the cameraman caught paul mccartney dancing and he was so annoyed that the cameraman was right in his face that he finally just sat down <laughs> I was like, how can you make a legend embarrassed about dancing and do that to him at the Grammys? It's Paul McCartney. It's the same thing they do to T. Swift. Mm-hmm. But she's not quite on the same level as Paul McCartney. Hold up. You go, she goes by T. Swift now? Yeah, we're close oh, yeah. like that. Is she P. Diddy? Like, it's always changing? She's way cooler. No, she's, no, go she's definitely a lot cooler. <laughs> Just T-Swift. T-Swift. I, I have it for her. finally <laughs> embraced my love of Taylor Swift. Being a music snob aside... I can finally openly admit that I really do enjoy Taylor Swift. And you know what? It feels good She's not great. to have to hide that anymore. <laughs> she Just to be able to come out and say it. She's amazing. How can you not appreciate her? I know. Well, it started out, you know, as, as a music snob, a self-proclaimed music snob, there are certain things that you will admit to, and there are certain things that you will not admit to. Like, I don't admit to rocking out to Huey Lewis in the news very often, but... I do that on occasion. So I'm not going to say, yeah, I, I love Taylor Swift when I've got like Led Zeppelin and the Rolling Stones and the Who and ACDC on most of my rotations, things like that. But I started out 
having a few of her songs on my running mix. And I was like, all right, it's got a pretty good beat. It'll keep me going. And then I was like, damn it, I kind of like these songs. <laughs> and then I started downloading a few more. And next thing you know, you know, there's just as much Taylor Swift. Okay, well, maybe I, I won't go that far. But uh, there's a pretty good amount of Taylor Swift on my iPod. So, so you're no longer a hater that's going to hate. I'm a, or a player that's going to play. I'm just going to shake it off, shake it off. Well done. Yeah, that was, that was good. But, you know, I asked about the Grammys because Blue made a good point. uh, Or maybe it was Martin. we were talking about it the other day and he's like, you know, they picked a great spot to air because there's nothing else on. They're not competing with anything else. And it's true. After the Super Bowl, there's there was no more football this weekend. So what have you ladies been doing uh, to keep busy over the weekend, if not watching college football all day on a Saturday like we would typically do and the NFL all day on a Sunday like we would typically do? I mean, I got college hoops. I'm fine with that. But you went to see a soccer game, Blythe. Yeah, uh, the, the Jacksonville Armada, a local soccer team, and NASL team, um, they kicked off the preseason on Saturday night at Everbank Field. They're normally going to be playing at Bragan Field, but at Everbank Field, they had a record attendance for an NASL game, which is like over 13,000 people, I think. And what was really great about it is that similar to what the Bold City Brigade has done for the Jaguars and their fan base, they've created another fan group called Section 904, and they're embracing those same, I guess, uh, fanatic personalities. And and they have, I mean, there's cannons going off during the game. There's smoke bombs that are in the team colors. I mean, these fans are passionate. And that's what I've always kind of admired about soccer football fans, you know, across the world is their passion for it. And you could really tell that there was, I mean, there were people in the stadium that I didn't think would be football, uh, soccer fans, and they were showing up, and there were little girls behind me, and they were, you know, giving a play-by-play and and breaking it down. So it really is just like a growing sport, and I think maybe some of us in our age range have sort of been past it, but the younger kids growing up, that's what they're playing nowadays. And so it's really, it was really, really cool to see for a new professional sports franchise coming to Jacksonville. Well, Mark Frisch and that whole group, they've done an incredible job getting this city prepared for the Armada. And I'm excited to see what it's going to bring as far as soccer in Jacksonville. And anytime we've had, you know, whether it's a U.S. soccer match or anything here, there's always been such an amazing crowd. I haven't had the chance to go yet, but uh, I really want to. And anytime people talk about it, I mean, it sounds like one big party. Everyone is just having such a great time. And I don't know. it, It it seems like Jacksonville has really embraced soccer, and I think there are just more big things to come. And they definitely have over the past few years, even though this uh, this past summer with the, the World Cup viewing, um, I was working out at the, the Void office, and right down the street was Lynch's. And before all the big game, all the big U.S. games, we would walk down there, and we would get in there hours early. And the chants and the cheering, and it was just infectious. And that's what really made me oh, want to We packed to jump out on- Cole Haynes for that <laughs> watch party. I mean, we had a, so much fun. It, it, I mean, it's just it, that passionate fan base is just something that, that's so infectious. And so I hope that it continues with the Armada because I, I will definitely be at more games after Saturday. That's awesome. I'm so glad that you went. And so now you know what to cross it means, right? Those little girls were helping you out with that? A, a little bit. I was. They weren't really talking to me. They were talking to each other. <laughs> so I was just trying to like listen in and, and hear what they were saying. But they were, I mean, they were making fun of fans. They were saying, oh, that guy sucks. Like he needs to sit down. I mean, these are like seven and eight year old girls. And yeah, one of the girls. 
them on the show. Yeah, well, one of the girls, she got up to go use the bathroom, and I overheard her say, she was like, no, she doesn't want to come with me because she doesn't want to miss anything. That is awesome. I love that. That's the major difference, obviously, between soccer and a sport like football is. In soccer, and similar to football, the more you know, the more you kind of take out of it. With soccer, if you do understand the principles and, and you do appreciate the fact that the ball never stops moving, then you kind of get more engaged as time goes on. And that's why it is the fans are literally nonstop throughout the game because they understand that in one moment the entire game can change. And obviously the scores a lot of times you'll see are one nothing, not, you know, twenty seven to twenty two. So it is that one second, that split second, that can change everything, whether it's a penalty kick or a cross, you know, something like that. Well the but reasons why people like soccer That'll be the reasons why I like hockey. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just in skates, by the way, if you want to make fun of hockey, it's the same thing. No Never one should make, ho- make fun of hockey. They do like I make fun of soccer. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what, but that's what you did over the weekend. You uh, caught some Bruins action. I right? did. I mean, D-Murph. you know, I, I caught the Bruins. I was uh, down at my parents with my dad golfing. And um, so it was mom and mom time, me and my mom and little man. But, um yeah, now with no more football, it's time for me to catch up on all my DVR shows. <laughs> I'm like, how many Ellens do I have? Oh, man. You know, all the, we have like three blacklists I haven't even watched. It's just I'm so behind. So that's what it's just DVR nonstop. It's the weekend projects. I it think. is. I did my taxes, too. Yeah. Oh. Fun. That sounds horrible. At least it's done. <laughs> right? But you get money back, so yep, you're done with it. <laughs> I I saw your tweet today about if you get money back doing your taxes, um, then that means that you you know you, that it's you're not really free money. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. But uh, Lauren, you and I have yes. Gator hoops. I mean, I've had college basketball for a while. I know you've been watching this season too, but I'll start tuning in. You know, at the end of October, beginning of November, I count down to the start of college basketball season. But uh, what did you think of the Florida-Kentucky game? We had this conversation the other day. Were you encouraged by it or frustrated because you finally saw what this team was capable of playing like? I thought that was an excellent question. I walked away more frustrated because it really does seem like Billy Donovan can try everything under the sun to try and motivate this team and get them to play the way that he knows that they can. And they just don't. They're, when he was lighting into them, they were just kind of looking at him. And it, it fired me up that they weren't getting fired up. And I don't understand why they are not as impassioned as we've seen other teams. And, I mean, they're 19- and 20-year-olds. Come on. This, this may be the, the highest stage you'll ever play on. How can you not give every single last shred of effort? And... You know, it, they're just – it's just depressing this year. I really thought they were going to be a lot Yeah, better. see, I had, I had a little bit different of a take. I was encouraged by it because, like it or not, you're kind of stuck with these guys for a while. I mean, the majority are still very young players for the most part. So at some point you've got to figure out whether you can get anything out of them. And I think for the first time this season – they really did kind of show up. I mean, it's frustrating down the stretch. A guy like uh, Casey Hill or, you know, John Horford misses key free throws that you just got to hit. And I think in the end, it Story really did come down to free throw <laughs> shooting. Right. Uh, but, you know, I thought I thought they gave it everything that they had. And it was encouraging to see you can finally pull something out of this team. And, you know, I think so much of it, they've been figuring out their roles this season. They've been figuring out who they are and who's going to step up and nobody's really done that yet. So I don't know. I was, 
I was encouraged by it. And I'm still so discouraged just knowing how earlier in the season Billy said that he could not get them to practice the way he wanted to. And, you know, at one point he just called off practice. And so that's what I see out of them, that they had this potential all along and they are talented. And this is the first time in a long time that they decided to really show it. And where has it been and why have they not been drumming into it? I just I don't get it. So Lauren and I will be caught up in college hoops. Donna, you've obviously got hockey. I love that, too. Blythe, you're a big baseball fan, right? Are you ready for uh, pitchers and catchers to report? Yeah. What is it, less than two weeks away? It's we crazy. Have yeah. It is coming reporting. up. And, and that's for any baseball fan. You don't watch 162 games a year. It's just not feasible. Um, but spring training and after the, all, the All-Star game and then that's when every game after that, that's when you get really, really excited as a baseball fan. Mm-hmm. You know what I've never done, and I've said every year for the past couple that I was going to do, and I see you nodding. That you're going to go to a spring training game. I'm going to go to a spring training game. I haven't been either. Helmets and Heels does spring training. (laughs) Game (laughs) sold. I have some friends that we're talking about uh, going to Sarasota, and I was like, I'm in. It's just, the, it's we just got to pick place, a weekend. I guess where you can get so up close and personal with mm-hmm. the players. And they're and- relaxed, and I hear that they treat it very differently it. than games. Right, and so they'll be out even on the beach and stuff, you know, after the game or before the game, depending on what time. And a lot of the guys it sounds like the, a blast. A lot of the guys from the Sox used to uh, always go out and hunt. Okay. I'm sure some mm. of them are still there, so they probably will. But I remember sure. going with my father as a little girl, and – I know, and I'm sure a lot of the dads out there, you have daughters, you send them up to the front, go get their autographs. Go mm-hmm. get Because the players cannot say no to, you know, mm-hmm. a little girl fan. And, and I remember getting um, tons just for dad. And it was so much for, like, Eric Davis. You know, he was, it was during the game. They're playing. And I'm just like, Mr. Davis, Mr. <laughs> Davis, you know. He turns around, signs it. It was just its so much fun. I still remember. I had this pink, sparkly Red Sox hat. It was just, I was such a girl. It was great. Oh, <laughs> I love those memories. The Suns are playing against the Marlins sometime soon, and we'll get to watch one of the best players in the game, Stanton. Mm-hmm. He should be out there. So yeah, who fun. would have been the National League MVP last year had his season not been cut short. Uh, hit in the face but yeah, by, by that massive facial injury, oh. and he still actually has a couple procedures that need to take place. But uh, luckily, his off-season training regimen hasn't really been affected by it. I've been doing a little Marlins research, <laughs> if you can't tell. Uh, he went by Mike Stanton when back. I know. Well, as, that's what's so funny when he played for the Suns here in Jacksonville. He was Mike Stanton, and then wasn't it something else? And then he finally landed on John Carlo. I think he changed it to honor his father or something. Okay, I, I think that's why he changed his name. All right, so we can't make fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's a totally legitimate reason, and now we it's all feel horrible. Blind. On that like, note, it's not like Cinco, Ocho Cinco, no. whatever. Yeah, you, you know. <laughs> something I would like to hit on later, I want your opinion on all of this. Uh, the Yankees have announced that uh, Alex Rodriguez has officially apologized to the team for his behavior in the past couple <laughs> years. Let's get to that in a little bit. But first, we've realized that uh, we have some new listeners to Helmets and Heels. We're really trying to reach out to a new demographic. And we want all of you new listeners to kind of get to know all of us and what we're about. So when we do return, we are going to spend the next segment highlighting the lovely and talented Donna Murphy. So stick around for that. Also coming up later, (laughs) maybe we'll talk about something that Tom Brady did uh, recently that I think is actually really cool and says a lot about the type of person that he is. Love or hate Tom Brady. I think this gesture was, was pretty solid. Uh, So we'll, we'll get to that. But next up, 
Highlighting Donna Murphy. That's coming up next on Helmets and Heels. The home of Jacksonville University Sports. Fantastic February rolls on with a great battle in women's lacrosse. The defending Atlantic Sun champion JU Dolphins host third-ranked Florida Wednesday, February 11th at 7 p.m. Catch all the action at D.B. Milney Field. Monster Jam is just days away. Make sure you secure your parking space at tailgatersparking.com. Conveniently located just across the street from the stadium. Tailgatersparking.com makes it easy to reserve and pay for your selected space in advance. Restrooms are clean and secure, and you're just a few steps from the stadium. Tailgaters Parking. Reserve and pay online for Saturday, February 21st, Monster Jam. Tailgatersparking.com. When I went hiking with my cousins, we should have known to bring a map and to stay together. We did not. Now we know. Just like I should have known that GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating. No wonder they're the number one auto insurer in Jacksonville. In fact, they're the largest in Florida. We should all know these things. Now I know. And now you know. But the whereabouts of Cousin Jimmy are still unknown. GEICO. Thank you, Jacksonville, for making us number one. GEICO has been around for over 75 years. Now that you know this, let me put even more icing on that cake. GEICO could not only help you save money on car insurance, but also on motorcycle and RV coverage. They offer special military and federal discounts, and they even have a local agent to help you directly. That's some heavy icing if you ask me, but you didn't. I just really thought you should know. And now you do. And now I want cake. GEICO. To get a free rate quote, go to GEICO.com. Then buy online, over the phone, or at your local office. The station with the best Jaguars coverage. 1010XL, 92.5 FM. Kids 7 to 17, join members of the Jags, Sharks, Armada, and Roar for Fitness Fest 2015, Saturday, February 14th. It's free, fun, and interactive. Go to trainwithgesp.com to register. Trainwithgesp.com. Whether you're buying the diamond ring, earrings, pendant, or bracelet of her dreams, what part of two years' interest-free financing don't you like? Hi, I'm Bobby Wallow of J. Roberts Fine Jewelry, the Diamond District of San Marco. It's simply economics. Our overhead is right to sell it to you right. We want to earn your business. Come see us at J. Roberts Fine Jewelry, the Diamond District of San Marco. And by the way, with a purchase this Valentine's Day, the roses are on us. Hi, I'm Mike Detkin. I'm Jeremy Mency. I'm a mining tumor. You're listening to 1010XL. 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 92.5 FM. You're listening to Helmets and Heels on 1010XL, 92.5 FM. Yeah. The music for tonight. Yes, I am. As well, yes. Donna, because we're going to focus in on getting to know you. And uh, So explain this one. Yeah, I picked three different songs. This, this is, is from Flashdance. This, well, yes, but this <laughs> to me, um, okay, so I have many jobs on my resume. Many, many, many that are phenomenal. I love what I could say that I have done. This was a job I used to work at Daytona USA. I was a part of the 16-second pit crew challenge. And the way that we worked was we had one show at the top of the hour, every hour. And then the rest of the time, we either went, we had keys for the video games. That's why I kick butt at Daytona USA, the game. (laughs) And I dare anybody to try. My husband's the only one that knows my secret and what I do. So to win that game, I win it every time. Uh, 
I don't know, because he's my husband. <laughs> Which, speaking of, this is, you know, and um, we would relieve people, um, you know, whether the ticket takers or for the Daytona 500 movie. And this song played within the movie, and it was so great. It was, an, a, you know, an IMAX theater, and you're, you're talking, it gets me so enthralled in it. And, and I'm a huge NASCAR fan, you know, grew up in Daytona, so I'm, I'm all about NASCAR. And, and um, so the night that I got to excuse, relieve the lady, um, up front taking tickets, that's when my husband walked in with his buddy. They were just on leave, and his buddy was a huge NASCAR fan, and they came in, and I was smitten right away. I followed him throughout. You know, I convinced them to come in, made them pay. How awful was that? <laughs> <laughs> it was like 50 bucks to come in, too. And I made them pay, and um, I asked, you know, TJ, I go, what are you guys doing tonight? And went out that night, and we have talked ever since. Oh yeah. So really I know. Cool. I always think of that every time I hear that song. I always think Daytona 500 movie, Daytona USA. My husband. It was Have you ever too? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's where I remember it from. Sorry. <laughs> I, is it maybe? And maybe I could confuse Footloose and Flashdance at this point in my life too. It's been a minute. I didn't since know I've it was Flashdance. So maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was I think it was Footloose. just Footloose. All right, there you, you know, go. It's one of those F1s. It was a tractor race in Footloose. That's right. That is awesome. Have you ever asked <laughs> TJ if he would have asked you out if you hadn't asked him out? Oh, yeah. He was very shy. And very so what shy. was his answer? Yes, he would have? No, he was very shy. <laughs> he, um, because they had dinner before at um, a local establishment, is what Rick likes to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, that promotes the upper body. And uh, the you got it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so... They actually had a date already set up with a couple of girls there. And so they chose me Aww. over those girls. Had you not intervened, who knows what would have happened. I know. I said thank you. Thank you so much. Good decision. <laughs> well, this is something I, I think that whenever I talk to people about my job, they always ask. And I now I want to know the same thing from you. Why did you want to get into this in- industry? What was it about sports and journalism and radio how are you where you are today? I, you know, I fell into it and such. Um, I, I grew up dancing all my life, and that was my path. And um, once I got injured, I had to turn to a plan B, and I love sports. My, my father coached <coughs> baseball all the way through I was high school. He was the coach there at our high school, Spruce Creek. Yes, go Hawks. Um, and my mom is the smartest person I know for football. I used to quiz and we would go to dinner and I would bring these little trivia books and I would ask, you know, all the in Super Bowl two, who was, you know, the MVP or who was the quarterback and they would answer, rattle off everything. My father knows everything with hockey and baseball. And I was just, it's incredible. My brothers played baseball and basketball. And so sports was all around us and I just fell in love with it. And, you know, I figured, well, let's, there's a broadcasting school right in Daytona. Well, there was, it's no longer there. Um, and I am not a college girl. I am not one to go to history, English, math, mm. if I just want to do this. It's, it's not my lifestyle. It's not smart. for me. Very smart. And I said, let's just find a school that's just my, what I want to do. And broadcasting it was. I interned at MRN right there. So it was great. It was awesome. And here I am. <laughs> and here you are. What was your favorite childhood memory? Um, I would have to say... <laughs> You know, if you look back at your life when you're when you're a kid and you play pretend and you play whatever you're doing, um, it sometimes usually it ends up being what you become. My brother used to act. Not I shouldn't say act as a cop. He would he would have fun 
and sit, you know, his car at the side of the road and just pretend like he was, uh, you know, checking the speed and everything like that. Um, and I used to play with my neighbors, Brad and Ashley. Uh, we used to film ourselves being news anchors. And we would always do the scores of the games and take our little sips of fake coffee, which is just water, and pretend and just do all that. And I think having so much fun with that, and we have it all on video, we look like a bunch of fools. You know, like some scores for football games would be 82 to 37. Like, what, <laughs> what, what were we thinking, you know? Um, but I have to say playing, you know, playing pretend with my neighbors was, was so much fun. What? All right. <laughs> I, sorry. I have weird stories. I know. No, I just, I think it's great because I used to kind of do a little bit of the same thing with just yeah. a recorder at the house, but just to be able to look back on those kind of memories and to be able to kind of, I guess, piece together of how it got you to where right. you Did are you today. used to, did any of you used to play like Disney CDs back? And oh my God. And yes. Yes. Sing along songs. Yes. All the time. Yeah, I Did I used to record myself singing with my tape player? Yes. Yep. I don't know if it was Disney songs or just stuff that was playing on the radio that day, but uh, yes. Okay, I love this love question. It. Describe yourself in one word. Lucky. I would say lucky. I'm lucky with the amazing parents I have, with the awesome brothers I have. Lucky to have this job. Um, I'm lucky to have the most perfect husband in the world and the funnest best little kid ever i'm just lucky with everything i have and everything that keeps coming and rises up no matter what falls something ends up going the other way so i'm so lucky i love that i know all right so if you take your parents out of it who are your role models because i know everyone's parents always have to be in that one yeah they are um because i want to be just like my mom for as a mom you know yeah mm-hmm. i I thought she did a pretty good job. I think I turned a lot of it has to do with dad, I know too, but um, <laughs> she's so great and so disciplined and so structured. It's just wonderful how she is. Um, if I have to pick somebody else, I would have to say my husband for you know being in the military, what he does, and the ability to come home and, and not bring work home, and he makes that a point. I don't want to bring work home. Um, you know, it's both just JT and me are his first priority, and he. He always wants to take care of us, and it's just—it's—he's such an inspiration. He puts his life in line for everybody, for all of us here, but make sure that we are safe. By the way, could that not have been the most perfect Valentine's Day answer? Oh my I know. God. You set yourself up for a good gift. <laughs> we don't, you know, it's Valentine's. We don't really do—we don't do that. Um, we wait. Obviously, now we put little man to bed, and then he'll cook a nice dinner, and I'll make a nice dessert, and. Sounds like we'll perfect turn, little life. Yeah, we'll turn the radio on and that's it. That you, you mentioned your mom was a huge sports fan growing yeah. up. Was that really weird for you to have? Because I, I mean, people look at us like we're unicorns, and yeah. that you know the female sports fans don't exist. But I would imagine that you're, during your mom's time, with her being as big of a sports fan as she is, would would be even she, more of an anomaly. No, she was to me. She was the coolest person. Um, I was the girl that I like. I said I danced all my life, so I didn't. Um, I didn't go to the parties. I didn't do anything like that. And my fun night at home was playing cards with my parents. Like, that's what that's what I was. It was so much fun. And she, um, my parents' first date was my dad picking her up and taking her to a Bruins game. It was just. It's, that's so cute. I mean, that's what, she's like, great, hockey. You know, she is the type of girl 
the type of lady, but she when she was a girl, she was just like us. She'd be a perfect fit for helmets and heels. She would. She, we can expand this to five. Yeah, she is. All just about uh, it. don't tell the engineers that because there's only four <laughs> microphones in here. <laughs> well, now that you're a mom yourself, I mean, you look up to your mom so much and want to be like her. What is it like being a mom yourself? It it really is everything that they say, and I know I was in my twenties going. Ugh. I just don't want to have kids. Look at, will you t- take your kid out of here? Shut up. Well, you know, I was that type of person. We all were, you know, and it, it really does change. And it really is what everybody says it is. It's the best thing in the world to be able to go pick him up at daycare and he's smiling, running to me, which he has yet to really say mom or mommy. You know, dad gets daddy or cool daddy and I have nothing. <laughs> but it's okay because when he's sick, it's all me. So it's just um, he knows who takes care of him. Yeah, he it's just awesome, wants Mama. It really is. He's really cool. And by the way, he's really starting to love. For some reason, he he'll watch PTI with us huh. every night. He'll sit and watch golf, and yeah, he kind of watches. Um, he loves football. That is impressive because there are thirty year olds that can't make it through a full round of watching golf. I don't. So for him to what tune in. Oh, I did forget to mention that I'll be watching a lot of golf and yeah. football being off, yeah. too. Oh, Sundays are great with golf. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And, and all right. This one for me is probably going to be my favorite question. Most embarrassing moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I forget how old I was. I had to have been, I don't know, six, seven. I don't know what I was. But, um, yeah, I wanted to be just like my dad and wear moose like he always used to wear. You know, we were going out to dinner, and I asked, I was like, Mom. Mom, can I put moose in my hair like Dad? She's like, sure, go ahead. So I ran in the bathroom. Don't know what bottle it was. There's a thousand bottles when you're little. You know, on the counter, you're like, um, all right, I'll pick one. Put it in my hair. Went out to dinner. Stayed there. We came back. I was showering. My mom goes, why did all your hair just fall out? <gasps> I don't know. What'd you put in your hair? I go, I put that. It was Nair. Oh, my I God. I put Nair in oh, my hair. no. <laughs> yes, I did. I had. What did you, did you have to shave it or? No, it was, <laughs> it was the very center. I had some bangs. You can see my bangs, but the very center I was all bald. Oh my all gosh. bald up top. This. <laughs> did it, it was, burn or anything at dinner? I don't remember. Okay. Like, I, I just remember mom going, "What? Why is all your hair on the ground?" <laughs> I was gonna say, I feel like if you leave that on for a while, that's gonna start to burn. Because it's, it's one would think. Yeah, doesn't it, it have a very distinct well, smell too. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I, I probably didn't put it on my scalp though. It was like, you know, yeah, like in your kind of ha- in your yeah. actual hair. But I, it was, a, I think, the day before. It was a couple days or a week before I had our dance pictures, <laughs> and my dance teacher is very strict. Has to be back in a bun. It's like nothing showing. So my mom goes, "Yeah, we can't do that." <laughs> uh, so we have to do. I did some awful like eighties tees and hair everywhere. <laughs> Can yeah. we see that picture? Can you bring that in next Tuesday? I can. Tuesday? I'll okay, look. How bad awesome. was the growing out process? <laughs> that see that I don't. Re- I just remember. I, re- I wasn't freaked out. I'm like, I don't know what happened. Like, well, now you're bald on top, Donna. I'm like, oh, well, okay. You almost look like a lot of maybe one of those birds. Oh, it was. Oh, yeah. It was so awful. <laughs> it was so awful. I would right. have to say that's that. That's awesome. I would. Uh, props to you for, for telling an embarrassing story because I saw that list on our, our list of questions. I was like, I ain't, I'm not telling that. <laughs> See, now, if I was 20, 
and put Nair in my hair, that might be a different story. Because then I was just a flat-out idiot. I just didn't know better. I just didn't know better. That's that all. is fantastic. Well, one thing that people who have been listening for a while and listened to you when you were on the Mike Dempsey show and everything, they know that you love Tom Hanks. Yes. Tom Hanks is your absolute favorite actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, your tag on your car i think your license plate says what t hanks one or yeah so i mean we know that you love tom (laughs) hanks so obviously tom hanks one of your favorite things he's your favorite actor what about some of your other favorite things whether it's your favorite movie your your favorite tom hanks movie uh music food whatever it is what are a couple of your favorite things my favorite movie is actually a tom hanks movie surprise right surprise surprise um philadelphia is my favorite all-time movie and it's i say that i know people are probably like why? That's such a kind it's of so dark, depressing. sad. Depressing. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was the first. I'll, I'll never forget watching it. I was laying on the floor of our living room with my parents on the couch, and I remember bawling my eyes out at the end. And they're looking at me in amazement because I've never cried at a movie before. Never. Nothing has ever moved me to any type. And I was bawling. I go, I don't know. It's just such a emotional movie. I'm so sad. And that's when it clicked. I go, if someone can make me cry, then he has to be the best. And because I had such a sudden reaction to that movie, it's always my favorite. But I'll tell you, I don't know if you girls know this. Do you know of the movie? This is my favorite animated. Do you know the movie The Last Unicorn? That sounds mm-hmm. really familiar. But I... Scott? Is it an 80s? You know The Last Unicorn? No? No. <laughs> 80s movie? 80s movie. It has Mia Farrow and Jeff Bridges. It was my favorite. And we used to go back when there was... Um, movies stores to rent movies you know and it was just a mom and pop store i would rent it every weekend we could always go and rent a movie and i would rent it every weekend it is my favorite (laughs) it's not a disney movie and it has a big scary red bowl that's on fire and i don't know but i was just drawn to it and i love it song by uh music's by america I don't know if that matters. I swear I've probably seen this. Everyone in there, yeah, back in the 80s, I think you've seen it once or twice, but I don't know why. I remember Zoe, um, not Zoe Deschanel, but Zoe Saldana, right, from Avatar. Mm -hmm. She spoke in in an interview one time. She was, my favorite movie is The Last Unicorn. I go, holy crap, somebody knows? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's like like David Garrard and his wife both saying Beastmaster is their favorite movie. It's like one of those things where you're like, I'm sorry, wait, what? What? Yeah. What? And but they so stare that is each for other. you, yeah. And it's it's love. The last connection for life. Yep. <laughs> I know. I just Googled it. And I know you I'm love Elgin. Yeah. I, I Googled very, it, too. Do I'm blanking on it. I, I swear I feel like I remember this. Very weird. Very that weird. Funny. That is funny. Isn't so it, it like an adult animated movie? Or is it, no, it looks like a cartoon. <laughs> It looks like it's a cartoon. Not those kind, it's Lauren. not anime. Not that kind of, yeah. <laughs> it's an Get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's uh, called The Last Unicorn. That is really funny. Oh, uh, uh, I any, get it. Anything, get else, it anything else you'd like to throw out there, Donna? It's, I, I love this. It's been fun getting to know a little bit more about Murph. <laughs> no, I think that's it. Do you have any questions? <laughs> Guilty pleasure? Uh, oh, uh. Guilty pleasure what? Food. TV show. And then TV show. Mm-hmm. Melissa and Joey. What is that? That's M- right? Joey I don't, I've never Joey seen Lawrence it, and um it. Melissa Joan Hart. Oh, I have seen previews for that. That yeah, definitely sounds like a guilty pleasure yeah. type of show. Have you seen Joey Lawrence? Hello. He's still got it. Whoa. <laughs> so does. And favorite guilty pleasure food. It 
something cheese. Just give me cheese. I tell you. Okay, mac and cheese. Mm. Cheetos, che- something cheese. And speaking of Valentine's Day, by the way, I can't let another segment go by where we can't thank, we don't thank Stan for our beautiful oh, flowers. Oh, Stan, so they're nice. so pretty. And the thank dessert. Thank you. And they smell so and of good. Course the dessert. Yeah, I don't think you've seen the dessert. Oh, yeah. come to mama. <laughs> right? <laughs> Just get into that during the break. All right, when we do return, uh, A-Rod in the news, Tom Brady in the news for completely separate reasons and completely different ends of the spectrum. We'll discuss when we return. Captain Kevin Favor here, and listen for my fishing reports every Thursday and Friday morning in the 6 o'clock hour of The Drill, brought to you by Marine Max, your source for fun on the water. On 1010XL, 92.5 FM. Hey guys, this Valentine's Day, show the people you love just how much you care with Massage Envy Spa gift cards. It sounds so nice, doesn't it? Massage Envy Spa gift cards can be used for massages, facials, or towards the regular stress relief provided by a monthly membership. There's a Massage Envy Spa in Bartram Park, Fleming Island, Harbor Village, Jack's Beach, Ortega, and Southside. Get your Massage Envy Spa gift card at any Massage Envy Spa today. You'll be glad you did. Hey guys, Jessica Blaylock here with another holiday tip for you and your wife or someone special. Girls really love Valentine's Day. No surprise there. That's just how it is. If you make your lady smile and have a romantic time together for the night, then you're in great shape. Trust me, this will work. Jacksonville Symphony Orchestra presents Pops in Love February 13th through the 15th. Order tickets today by calling 354-5547 or reserve your seats online at jacksymphony.org. You fall in love and get married. You may even have some children along the way. You have a successful partnership, but something changed. Parker and Dufresne, because sometimes divorce happens. Visit jackslawcenter.com, Office Jacksonville. Sports talk with an attitude. 1010XL, 92.5 FM. Want to make Valentine's Day the best ever for the love of your life? Visit Global Diamonds, the all-new jewelry store here that everyone's talking about. For this romantic holiday, Global Diamonds has put together an incredible selection of affordable, timeless treasures. Rings, earrings, bands, bracelets, pearls, pendants, starting at around $300. We know what women love, and we can help you find her the ideal gift. Guys, skip the flowers and the candy this year. Give her something with lasting value and something that she can enjoy for years to come a wonderful piece of fine jewelry from global diamonds or maybe you're thinking of proposing on valentine's day global diamonds can make it happen with our stunning selection of hand-picked diamonds and the most incredible designer rings you've ever seen in one place all at the guaranteed best price period valentine's is all about love and at global diamonds celebrating love is what we do best come see for yourself we're at the markets at town center between west marine and rei global diamonds jacksonville's direct diamond importer geico presents fan mail to a pig dear maxwell first off hope you are well and i am seems like all you do is promote geico's web and app abilities and while i really enjoyed your last commercial where you talked about how i could take a photo of my vin number and add it to my account all via my geico app I've got to think it doesn't leave you much time for anything else. Do tell. Sincerely, Miranda Morgan. Well, Miranda, thank you for asking. And this Geico spokespick does have time to do other things. For instance, I do a lot of VIN scanning to add a car. Just a tap away on the Geico app. Mornings are better when you start your day with Dan, Jeff, and Balls. I bet they put all the stuff that sucks on in the morning just to, like, get us to go to school. The Drill. Weekdays 6 to 10 a.m. Exclusively on 1010XL 92.5 FM. 
helmets and heels on 1010XL 92.5 FM. This has nothing, nothing to do with me being a mom. Surprise, right? You thought I was, oh, because I'm a mom. Yep. What were you, in Sesame Street? I, when I told you I danced all my life, I got the opportunity to dance on tour with Sesame Street. That is awesome. And you were? I was Rosita. Rosita. Um, For the, uh, I guess, the 30 parents, uh, the 30-year-old parents, they should know if if their kids were watching Sesame Street. She's the Spanish character on there. Um, She was never on when we were watching it. She is uh, the Spanish fruit bat. So I got to enjoy being her, and I gave her a lot of sass. And I got a rose from Bert nice. in my dance. Yes. My, uh, my song was Hola Means Hello. Okay. Um, Sounds like Dora. Was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. But like I said, I needed a plan B because I got hurt. So uh, The closest I ever connected to Sesame Street was getting called Bert in middle school because of my <laughs> unibrow. So there's that. <laughs> Good story. <laughs> so moving on to the next topic. Let's um. Let's all let's hand save Jessica that for your show. <laughs> yeah. you save that for your show. Apparently, Jessica's getting to know her. As be I eat another cheesecake brownie that Stan dropped off, I was doing fine. But ladies, this is now coming home with me. Uh, no, I'm just. This is going to be a counseling session. <laughs> and this one time at band camp, all the kids called me Bert because I didn't know what tweezers were yet. <laughs> Oh, good do you, time. Do you wax your eyebrows or do you tweeze them? Oh, no, I don't wax them. The one piece of advice my mom always gave me growing up was never to touch my eyebrows because she used to have really thick eyebrows. And <laughs> Did she... you blame her for the whole birth thing? No, no, no. You know what? I'm totally fine with it. I I like my eyebrows. I don't have a problem with with how thick they are. You know what? We've really gotten into uncharted territory. <laughs> Let's just switch it back to sports. Uh, I blame myself for that. But, yeah. Okay, so... Alex Rodriguez, uh, we know kind of the the drama that has surrounded A-Rod for the past couple of years, the the human growth, uh, you know, performance-enhancing drugs, whatever's been going on, the the massive contract, and whether he's going to have to pay some of that back, whether New York is going to pay it out. So there's a story that comes out today. And says that basically there was a 90-minute meeting that took place between the Yankees and Alex Rodriguez that he called himself. And during that time, the Yankees have basically said that he apologized to the organization for his actions over the past several years. Now, A-Rod has obviously had a very negative uh, perception amongst fans, amongst media most likely. What do you think about this? Does this redeem a rod in your eyes whatsoever Blythe you're already shaking your head no so I'm gonna let you go first on this one no um as a diehard Red Sox fan and the fact that a rod almost went to the Red Sox before the Yankees snuck in and stole him right out from under him I I have to sit back and laugh at all of this and and just that that he has such a large ego whenever he came to New York and he thought he was going to be the savior and he was going to bring so many championships. I mean, he has one or two rings, I think, with the Yankees. But it's just – it's one thing after another with this guy. And I, and I don't want to say that it's um, – but, yeah, he, he he definitely is a douchebag. Um, and I, I think <laughs> – I, I didn't want to skirt around the issue, but he, he definitely is. Um, and I just think that it, it, everybody's tired of it and the fact that he – 
went out last year and he was suspended. I think it was the best thing for Jeter, in a mm-hmm. sense. And now that he J- Jeter has sort of um, he he's not with the team anymore. Obviously, he retired. I think that this is uh, maybe a Rod is thinking it's his coming out party. That this is you know that his team now, and I think it's just going to be a laughable joke. I'm gonna I'm gonna say, can I blame Jameis for this? No. Sure. <laughs> I just think. You know what? I honestly think that the Texas Rangers were the worst culprit for A-Rod. They're the ones that initially gave him that ginormous contract. Ginormous, which I'm going to say then entailed gave him an even bigger ego than I'm sure he already had. Um, So right there was the beginning of just a horrible, horrible thing growing into baseball. But anybody who had, you know, if they can tell me that he has taken down that ginormous picture of himself above his bed, I will say that's a step forward. Doesn't he? He has photos in, in his house that he's a monitor, which yeah. is like the half horse, half human. <laughs> if he Who can... doesn't have those <laughs> in their house, Blythe? If he gets rid of those, I will say, hooray, <laughs> and there's a step forward. But this apology means nothing. I think he, he should keep doing the same things he's been doing because he at this point in his career, he's, what, 37, 38 years mm-hmm. old? He's not going to change. No. I mean, he still maybe is a, a, a darn fine good baseball player. That is very southern <laughs> phrase. Right? He is one darn fine good southern baseball player. What? <laughs> but as far as his outlook on next year, I mean, who knows how he's going to play without the steroids? And he probably isn't. He probably is still doing them on the side. He's just found another way to hide them because he had, I mean, throughout his whole career, he's been doing them. If they were called the meeting, I would be, not show up. That's <laughs> it's what like I getting called and told you're being invited on to Maury Povich or something. You're like, right. uh, I don't know what this is about, but I have a feeling that I probably nope. shouldn't go. All I can think of when it comes to A-Rod is his apology from a couple years ago mm-hmm. when he was like, I literally cannot remember how many times he stood at that podium and said about taking human uh, HGH, whatever, growth human hormones. growth hormones. Right. I was young. I was stupid. I was dumb. I was young. I didn't know what I was doing because I was young. It was I was stupid. I, it was just like it. it seemed so phony. Mm-hmm. There was no sense of realness to it whatsoever and you know maybe he has kind of realized the error of his ways or 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 really how much grief he's caused the Yankees and not just the Yankees but just baseball in general I think for the past couple of years you know maybe there is something changing when it comes to him and and you know the fact that he called the meeting himself and but I don't know. It's just until he he kind of backs up those words with the way he carries himself and his actions and things like that, it's very hard to take anything that he says at face value. I think he kind of had to, to take this meeting and, and, and sort of give out the impression that he is sorry for it because he couldn't go into spring training and not address the situation because the media <laughs> frenzy would have been crazy. Just show up. Yeah, just show up. And, and, but in another sense, I think it would have been better for him to just step away from the spotlight and sort of let his play speak for himself instead of letting his words and his off-the-field actions always speak for himself. And I, I just think it he's just so egotistical and arrogant, and I don't know that— I don't know that any other team would take this risk on him, and I think the Yankees are only doing so because of the fact that they have so much money tied up into him. I don't know that anybody right. else wants a sideshow. Mm-hmm. Well, 
Is he still with Tori Wilson, the WWE diva? No, they just broke up. She broke up with him, apparently. So maybe, maybe she... that's why he's doing this. <laughs> he needs another he needs girlfriend. Someone, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that girlfriend is the Yankees. Didn't he, I heard that he, apo- that he called out Barry Bonds and he, was, he said that I want to take your home run record. I think I heard that yesterday. I still don't think Barry Bonds owns that record, but that's another topic. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, from New York to Boston, this is kind of a cool story. Uh, We know that Malcolm Butler made the big time play to end the Super Bowl and seal the deal when it came to the Patriots beating the Seahawks. Tom Brady was named the game's MVP. And for good reason. I mean, Tom Brady's performance was off the charts. Malcolm Butler hands down the play of the game. Tom Brady, just a great game in general. But, um, With being named the Super Bowl MVP, Tom Brady was given a brand new uh, Chevy Colorado truck. Well, he decided to pass that on to Malcolm Butler because of of Butler's interception. And there's a cool picture with Malcolm Butler kind of leaning in front of the truck and smiling for the cameras. I, I love this because, you know, whether you love Tom Brady, whether you hate Tom Brady, it's just a cool gesture. And, and, from one teammate to another. And I, and I don't think that Tom Brady was doing it as any type of publicity stunt or anything. I mean, I really think he he means giving this gift to Malcolm Butler for the play that Butler made and just how he was able to to win, basically help the Patriots win that game. Maybe Brady didn't want the truck because it's a Colorado and he feels in constant competition with Peyton Manning. <laughs> you know what? You've been thinking about that all day, haven't you? That's no, it just came to me. No, I think... I mean, clearly, when you're talking about the salaries between these two players and or their families, it, Brady has more than <laughs> anyone could ever need in a, you know. Doesn't hurt that your wife is time. one of the highest paid supermodels in the exactly. world. Exactly. Makes and more so, money Double than income him. family. That's crazy. Yeah, double income. <laughs> I think usually they mean that when, like, it's two parents working, which I guess that's what they are. But, yeah. yeah. So they don't need it. And so I feel like, not that he wouldn't have done it even if he needed it, but I feel like that it just adds to the lore that Tom Brady is. You know, he's... He's slowly becoming one of those quarterbacks that I can't despise just because he's in a dynasty. The uh, <laughs> my mom told me that I think it was on EEI, WEI that they were talking about you know him giving the truck away to Butler, and someone goes, "That's because you can't see him riding in his truck with his um, Uggs. <laughs> Who rides in a truck with Uggs?" He's like, "I go, that's pretty funny." I enjoy that. That is pretty funny. No, I can't see him in that truck with Uggs. Isn't it like $21,000, I think, in taxes that Brady's going to have to pay, too, that's, that's, in order to, to give the truck? That's in his day. wallet or in his wife's But I think it's pretty purse. awesome because otherwise Butler would have had to, to pay for that. Oh, and yeah. That, that definitely hits his pocketbooks a that little seems, bit harder than Brady's. It's like a lot in taxes for a truck. Uh, I, I guess think the retail value, maybe because it's a gift too. That that's also probably plays into it. Yeah, what is like it? Sixty thousand dollar truck. The taxes on the 15 truck. Fifteen grand and... in taxes on the truck. I heard it was twenty one thousand. Yeah, what? The truck is only valued at like thirty five thousand dollars. <laughs> it must but be loaded think, with everything. And I think it's because of the fact that he's gifting it to him. Because I did hear another story where uh, Chevy is just going to straight give the truck to right. Butler. And then that was a story that followed up with it. So it could be that Chevy's just eaten all of the prices and just, it's such a good story. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what a great week for him is Super Bowl. He gets a truck. He's at the Grammys. Like, what is this yeah. guy's life just flip-flopped like that? Good. He earned it. You know, yeah. he worked hard. Oh, there's and no question. Turned his life. Or really, not really his really life around story. Well, yeah. Well, like you were just talking about some of the details of this story for people who don't know, just kind of recap. 
Sure. You know, uh, Malcolm Butler's rise to making the play he, of the game for the Patriots. Well, he, he graduated high school, went to community college, ended up getting kicked off the team at the community college team, went to work for Popeyes, started working at Popeyes, and he actually credits working there as something that sort of, I guess, helped him refocus his football career. Got picked up by West Alabama, and then he started playing for them, and then he ended up on a practice squad for the Patriots and the Patriots and he, I guess he kept making plays in mm-hmm. in the practices and the Patriots just by chance signed him the and New then, England was the only team interested right and so if he's not making those plays on the practice field he's probably not in that game and he's not making that play and by the, the way Arrington was in that game and they benched him they benched him they benched Arrington and put in Butler wow you would think that a deal with Popeyes is going to come out for Butler in the near future. <laughs> God, I have free chicken for life. It's <laughs> even better a than deal. a new car. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, you can have a new car or you can have free Popeyes chicken for life. Or both. Which one are you going for? <laughs> or fill the truck with chicken. <laughs> Just go swimming in it. Chicken <laughs> is awesome. Well, good for Malcolm Butler. Good for Tom Brady. Jury is still out on Alex Rodriguez. I think that's where we're all landing on that one. Uh, All right. When we do return, we'll check in with Fat Tony, see what he's got coming up. It is Fat Tuesday next on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. 1010XL has your Valentine's Day covered. Find great Valentine's Day gift ideas at 1010XL.com from the Loop Pizza Grill, Jacksonville Symphony Orchestra, and Sherry's Berries. Go to 1010XL.com now. So you've heard me talk for weeks now about Ideal Image Laser Hair Removal, and you may be thinking to yourself, I do have a lot of excess hair on my back, chest, or my neck, even my arms. Maybe I should go to Ideal Image, but I'm still not quite sure yet. Well, let me tell you several reasons why you need to go ahead and call Ideal Image for a free consultation. By the way, that phone number, 904-652-0652. That's 904-652-0652. First of all, treatments are currently 50% off. That's an unbelievable deal, but it's only for a limited time, so you need to take advantage of it. Secondly, Ideal Image is all about safety. They only use FDA-cleared, state-of-the-art Candela lasers, and they have licensed nursing professionals who are going to perform each treatment. And finally, they're always willing to work around your schedule. Convenient evening and weekend hours are always available at their two convenient locations, the St. John's Town Center and Orange Park. You can also learn more at IdealImage.com. Always remember to tell them Blaylock sent you. Medical director is Dr. Holly Hickman. Everyone gets a ticket once in a while, but not everyone has to pay them or get the points. I'm Michael Roberts from the law offices of Noonie and Roberts, and if you give me a call within 15 days of receiving a traffic ticket, we'll take care of it free of charge. For over 20 years, we've been fortunate enough to serve the people of Jacksonville who've been injured in all kinds of accidents and been accused of crimes. This is our way of saying thanks. Call us at our Jacksonville offices, Noonie and Roberts, 398-1992. Before I posted a picture of my friend at his bachelor party, I should have known to check who follows my posts. Here in Jacksonville. No wonder they're the number one auto insurer in Florida. We should all know these things. Now I know. And now you know. And now my friend's mom knows too much. GEICO. Thank you, Jacksonville, for making us number one. Now that you know GEICO has a local agent in your area, sit back, relax, and let me tell you just how they could help. Our GEICO agents run locally owned and operated businesses and could help tailor your policy to your specific needs. Whether you're looking to insure your car, motorcycle, or RV. Did you sit back? Are you relaxed knowing help is so close? Now pay attention. You're driving. 
GEICO. To get a free rate quote, go to GEICO.com. Then buy online, over the phone, or at your local office. The flagship station of the Jaguars. WJXL AM Jacksonville Beach. WJXL FM Jacksonville Beach. At Air Engineer Service Experts, winter isn't our busiest season. Sure, we could get a hobby, but instead of taking up knitting, our experts are throwing the biggest sale of the year. Buy a qualifying AC, and we'll give you a high-efficiency air handler or furnace for just $999. But when our inventory runs out, our sale does too. For expert service guaranteed, call Air Engineer Service Experts at 866-EXPERTS or visit airengineers.com. License CAC 1817129. Call 866-EXPERTS. Now, your 1010XL community calendar. Enjoy an elegant evening of hope and encouragement at the Valentine's Day Gala to Benefit Haiti this Saturday, 7 to 10 p.m. at the Sheridan Hotel on Deerwood Park Boulevard. Help raise money for a school and orphanage in Haiti. Find out more at thevine.com. Learn about the ways you can make a difference in human trafficking right here in Jacksonville at the annual rethreaded Mukti Ball this Saturday night with food and entertainment. Learn more at eventbrite.com. Enjoy a great day in the great outdoors at the Cystic Fibrosis Shoot for a Cure Sporting Clays Tournament, February 26th at WW Sporting Clays on the west side. Call 596-2834. The Girls, Inc. Daddy-Daughter Dance is February 28th at Prime Osborne Convention Center. Register at girlsincjacks.com. If you're involved in a community event and you'd like us to help spread the word, find out how at 1010XL.com. Jaguars football by women, for women, and men. Helmets and heels on 1010XL, 92.5 FM. This is my final song, and yes, I'm a huge Elvis fan. That is all I listen to. I was about to say, we're not getting out of here without Elvis. But there is a reason why. Uh, JT was a week late. His due date came, his due date went. And this song, every time I heard it, it's called Any Day Now. I would sit there, look down at my big old belly and be like, any day now, little guy. (laughs) Any day now. So that song always makes me think of him just... No, I'm good. I'm just going to chill in here. I'm fine. (laughs) (laughs) What up, Fat Tony? My mom still has a story she shares about when she got to go see Elvis. Really? And she was there on a date with somebody that was not my dad um, (laughs) before she met my father. (laughs) And she said she was there. They were up in the grandstands. And, you know, all the ladies in the audience are freaking out. Like, she had never seen anything like it. She knew that's what it was going to be, though, when she got there. And the guy she was with had these binoculars. And they kept you know, sharing them back and forth. And the lady behind them finally couldn't take it anymore. Just grabbed, was choking this guy that she was with to see Elvis on the binoculars <laughs> that her date was wearing. She was like, I've never seen someone lose their mind. And that fact, but the guy was sitting there like, <laughs> and this lady did not care, did not care. She was going to get a closer look at Elvis Presley. We are, we are a bunch of freaks and we all believe that oh, he's I know. the most perfect looking specimen. Ever. Is he still out there? No, no, no. Although I like the on Elvis radio on Sirius, I like the one um, promo they have that he's not dead; he's still alive. He just lives with all in us. I'm like, oh, all right, I'll, <laughs> go, with I'll they, go with that. They, they say in uh, Men in Black, he's just living on another planet. That's yep, right. He just went home. Right? He's chilling. That's right. Just went home. <laughs> so, what'd y'all do tonight, ladies? 
we got to know Donna a little bit better, which was awesome. Uh-huh. Uh, talked about what we're doing now that football's over. Mm. Made fun of A-Rod a little bit. Yeah. Well, it's always fun to make fun of A-Rod. Yeah, if you can take the opportunity to make fun of A-Rod. He's like the great punching bag in sports today. (laughs) And he just takes it, and he keeps giving you reasons to punch him one more time. Let me apologize. No one believes you. Right. No one believes a word coming out of your mouth. You mean two weeks ago the Yankees say we're going to try not to pay A-Rod even if he starts getting these home run escalators, and now you want to look like a good guy? Yeah. I'm shocked. (laughs) That A-Rod would come out and do something like that. I mean, he's done that his entire career. Every time it feels like everybody's turning against him, including his club, he'll come out and have one of these, hey, I'm sorry for what I did, but I'm really not because it's the reason I'm fifth or sixth on the all-time home run list Yeah, is because I cheated. So what are your Sundays now designated for with no football? Oh, nothing. Uh, And it was wonderful. I, I didn't do anything on Sunday. Saturday, I was busy all day. Um, including going out to the soccer match. I also went and saw, this is weird, I, I went and saw pole vaulting at the Avenues Mall. Yeah. A, I saw that there was a tweet on that. A what? friend of mine knew about it. He was so excited to go see a bunch of pole vaulters, and I was like, look, dude, if you want to go, I'll go. Where I, did they do this, like in the parking lot or in the middle of the Forever 21? No, it was right outside <laughs> Forever 21. Honestly, it is right there where Santa is every Aww. year. They had pole vaulters. Now, I've, uh, it was weird because we were planning on going to the uh, soccer game anyway that night, and the soccer game started at 5, 5.30, whatever. So we were planning on getting down there at 3.30, have a good time. I don't get to tailgate for anything. Mm-hmm. I don't get to go as a mm-hmm. fan to anything. So I was like, look, Armada Games, I'm going as a fan. I may join the Section 904 when everything is said and done, honestly, um, because I would have a blast doing it. But So we get there. It starts at 10 a.m. My friend wants to be there when it starts. I don't know what the schedule of events is. I have no idea. So we get there, and it's a bunch of high school girls pole vaulting. And yeah, y'all don't look uh, right, at all. Right, no. exactly. No. That was my, my thought. I'm standing there with, with a couple of my guy friends, and there's a bunch perfect. of high school girls pole vaulting, and I'm like, what do I look like right now? And at 1230, we decide, we were like, at 1230, we're going to go get something to eat 1230, you've been there for two and a half hours. And that's when the high school girls finished. Like, we had said we're leaving at 1230 to go do other things, and that's right when they finished. And I was like, man, I really do look look like half a pervert right now. Now, the good part of that story is, apparently, after the high school girls were finished, it was going to be the fifth and sixth grade girls. I'm glad I left. Before all that got started, because I didn't need anyone thinking that about me. It's time to go. Right. But I went to the soccer game. I had just an absolute ball at the soccer game. And then after we got done with soccer, we actually went back to pole vaulting. Oh, dear. Because the boys, the men, were pole vaulting that night. And that was actually incredible. Yeah. Like, it it really was incredible. There were a couple dudes out there that it was like, I don't know if you spent your whole life training to do just this, but it was legit. Like, they were 18 and a half feet, 19 feet that they were clearing. Wow. Jeez. That's impressive. Yeah. That is impressive. Wow. It was crazy. The athleticism of it was absolutely crazy. Okay, so what do you have coming up tonight besides a breakdown of pole vaulting? Uh, <laughs> I still don't know much about pole vaulting. I know there's a guy with a white flag and a red flag. Red is bad. White is good. That's that's <laughs> what I can tell you about pole vaulting. And I watched it for five hours on Saturday. Look, I'm going to talk to uh, John Cooper from Saturday Down South, talk a little bit about the recruiting classes last week, what it means for a lot of these schools going forward, uh, talk about college recruiting. Also, the Russell Wilson story coming out today with John Schneider saying what he had to say about it is really, really interesting, saying that they're not going to be held to the contracts of these other quarterbacks, basically coming out and letting everybody know, conditioning everybody that 
look, we're not paying him $20 million a year. And we've had this discussion with Russell Wilson. We're not paying him that kind of money. And I know a lot of people expected that to be the contract. There were a lot of questions about it. I think he's starting to try to set up that story for when it comes out and they're going to give him something like 15 or 16, which is probably more in line with what he should be getting. I'll take it. Yeah. I know. Oh, I'd be like, where no do doubt. I pinch and penny? Right? Yeah. No <laughs> doubt. All right. Well, have a good show. Thank you.